Managing long-distance relationships. Hey everyone, Stephanie Costello here, mom of three, wife, animal lover, and entrepreneur. My goal with this podcast is to share healthy intimacy skills. If you feel you are the only one struggling, I promise you are not alone. It's time to take action and make shit happen. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited for this new style of recording um, a podcast. Today, I have an anonymous individual who was um, courageous enough to step outside her comfort zone and allow me to interview her and kind of uh, coach or help with Uh, adjusting some um, current experiences in a relationship to help with making it more um, exciting and loving. Long distance relationships are not easy and uh, managing them can be rather challenging, especially because physical intimacy is really important when releasing endorphins uh, in relationships. Um, So welcome and thank you for allowing me to ask you a ton of questions. Hi. (laughs) Um, so I would, I think it's a good thing to start with like how long you've been in your relationship, um, and, and how long you've been separated, like distance wise, and, uh, maybe a little bit about your experience and what it is to be in a long distance relationship. I have been in with my current partner for, it'll be a year in, on May. 26. Okay. Actually. And, but we've only been long distance since September. So he moved to another state in September. And still a large portion of your relationship though, eight months out of the 12. Yeah. So it came as kind of a surprise when he did move in September, we weren't expecting that to happen, but there was a job opportunity that opened up and he took it. And then with current events, Mm it's made um, seeing each other a little bit more difficult. Yeah, especially because of uh, not being able to travel because of the pandemic. Exactly, yeah. So when he moved in September, we were able to go back and forth visiting pretty cheaply, actually, since it wasn't too far, but that's all come to a halt because of the pandemic. So that's uh, two different, let's, so let's chat a little bit about what it was like before the pandemic, like traveling and setting up of the schedule or, you know, really any awesome input that you might have on what it is to be in a long distance relationship and how you set it all up. So when he first moved in September, we just planned to have at least a week or two of a visit. Generally, it would be my going to his new state um, once a month. So I was able to plan a budget and work around that to be able to take that much time off of work and then go to his state and see him there. And and the the finances, how did, how did, did, is there any like impact on finances? Did you have like a budgeting plan to, um, make it happen what did he pay for versus you i know like uh money is a huge thing in a lot of relationships yeah so i would pay for my own travel 
and then when I would, once I was in his state, I didn't have to pay for anything. If I wanted food or whatever like needs that I had, he would take care of. So, and the travel was so inexpensive that it, he probably actually ended up spending more once I was there. Yeah. And it, and it's <laughs> like, you know, the travel expense is really just gas and food when you're at home. Exactly. So it really wasn't, it wasn't a huge addition to a budget. Well, it's awesome so it was, that you got to take that time off of work to make your relationship work. Yes. Now with the pandemic, that is a whole different situation because now you're, you have no choice but to stay separate and you can't, you know, visit. Um, what is your, how do you bond with each other while you're unable to visit? So yeah, that's created a lot of um, stress and um, like generally both of us would just, we would kind of like anticipate, oh, so I'm going to be going there on this date. Even if it was, even if it happened to be two months away, we had that date to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So without that, um, there's a lot of communication back and forth just daily how are you doing good morning good night um just little conversation throughout the day generally nothing like too serious um you know there's an exchange of pictures some of the things that we will do is um watch a movie together or something on netflix we don't necessarily like FaceTime and watch the movie together, but oh, I'm gonna watch this movie on my laptop. So he starts it on his TV. So we kind of like, we're watching the same movie together. Yeah. We'll kind of like text back and forth a little bit. And we also started reading this really awesome book series together by um, Robert Parker, the Spencer's um, series. Mm -hmm. It's about a private eye in Boston. It's a series that he read when he was in um, high school. And he mentioned it to me. And then he ended up mailing me the first two copies of it. So I read them. And now we're we're reading the whole, like, 30 series together. And just sharing the books back and forth to each other. That is so awesome. And so, yeah, so we're just doing little things like that to kind of just stay connected, like reading the same books or watching the same movies and just daily communication now. You had said something in the beginning. Oh, sending pictures. Oh, and good morning and good night text. So important. So, um, oftentimes I give a, uh, what I don't like to call homework assignments, but lack of brain cells right now are struggling with it. A part of my process as a coach is I have couples do 20 second hugs before they leave the house and when they get home with their partner um, after the day has passed. And this is a great opportunity for couples to bond and uh, be trusting and vulnerable in each other's um state with me with the, in the relationship and your good morning and good night text is essentially that uh the 20 second hugs 
before when you wake up and uh, before you go to bed. It, it helps with like, I'm thinking of you. I appreciate you. You're in my thoughts and I want you to know that I'm ending my day. Um, but then to take it a whole nother step further of actually finding things you both can bond over and trust each other to experience um, like the movie and texting like, oh, wasn't that funny? Or this comment that that person made and then to bond over um, things that ex he experienced as a kiddo or a child or teen, whatever. And, and now you're able to see inside his mind and his heart through this, this series that is just so um, passionate and exciting. It really is, you know, because actually reading, I wasn't really sure about this series when he mentioned it because I, you know, private eye investigators or things like that, I'm not really interested in. But I was like, okay, I'll read him because he was also mailing me something. And I can't tell you how much I love mail. <laughs> okay. I just, I love getting mail. So I was so excited to just get these books from him. That's awesome. But then reading them, it was like, oh my God, I can totally see that you read all 30 of these books. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it was really kind of cool to see that. And I do enjoy the series. So That's awesome. Yeah. I, I uh, because a lot of people know that I love talking about sexual health, um, I, I should have asked you this question before. So please, if you're not willing to um, share a little bit about how to keep the spark alive um, and not specifics, um, do you have any like pointers that you would give on um, how to keep that uh, sexual intimacy alive when you're long distance? So yeah, when there was that uh, date of you know, like, I'm going to be there on this date. Like mm -hmm. I said, even if it was a little bit of ways away, we had that date to look forward to and kind of, like, talk about, like, I'm really excited to see you or whatever, you know, like, maybe build up some anticipation suggestively. Um, now, without that date, so that makes it a little more difficult. So we're kind of still working that that out and actually it's funny because without that date we're to be honest with you we're really more looking both of us I think I'm really more looking for that hug that yeah. human connection yeah and stuff but so, yeah I mean there's some, some texting or pictures like nothing like you know ridiculous mm -hmm. but just like flirtation or suggestive of that we're thinking like that in that manner about each other right so thinking about each other and sharing those thoughts i'm wondering if there's yeah maybe we can compile a little list that we can put in the show notes of uh the podcast of ways to keep the spark alive while you're long distance and the reason why i asked this question uh, particularly is because of the military individuals in the world or um you know anyone who's in long distance relationships that have emergency services, you know, they're apart for years on end. And that, you know, mail, that kind of mail is also like care, quote unquote, care packages <laughs> from husband, <laughs> husband and wife or wife to husband. Um, that's definitely one way to keep the spark alive, whether there's, you know, some printed pictures or whatnot in the care package. Um, and whatever else that individual might enjoy to have with them. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I, I think this is a really good uh, list compilation that we could uh, drum up for people who are interested in reading it. 
Definitely, yeah, because there's, you know, things that have worked for us and things that we haven't tried. There's definitely things we haven't tried that I would absolutely suggest other people do. Like, uh, we don't do a lot of FaceTiming, mm. but I can see how important that we've done it a few times, but probably not as frequently as I would suggest people do. Yeah, at least like we try. Yeah, we try and we seem to connect pretty well on other levels, but um, yeah, FaceTiming and seeing the other person's face is, I can't stress enough that that's really important to do. Like, I like when I get mail and I have a handwritten note. I like his handwriting. So it's like things like that, where that kind of takes the place of like some kind of visual of him other than a picture, like, but that that's just us so well and the thing about facetiming is it doesn't have to be like closed completely off you know so oh, yeah no. showing or whatever else but it can be it can totally be that in a safe situation um or it can be uh like a striptease or wearing lingerie and just lounging in your lingerie or it can be like all these things it can start in one spot with like maybe a shoulder showing but that's all for that 10 minutes and then the next 10 minutes something else will show and the other shoulder or it can progress and create this uh sense of um excitement and kind of like a plot in a story like the plot starting to thicken you want to like really enjoying that thickening of the plot when it comes to your relationship uh long term with people um Thank you so much for everything. That's actually a really a great suggestion, (laughs) especially when you need to like kind of extend some um, tension and get people, get someone excited a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I think that's actually a really great suggestion. Um, So first, thank you for sharing so much uh, about your relationship and being open to uh, letting me record this. And then before we end the the show um i'm curious if you have any questions from me as a coach and something that you might want help on if you want or need help on anything i'm happy to give you a little bit of support if not totally cool um well honestly you've already been kind of coaching me a lot and (laughs) that's one of the reasons why we've done the facetime a couple of times yeah because okay. you have stressed how it's important, and and tell you what, it's worked. When we do do it, it works. It's very helpful. Thank you. I'm so glad that that you received <laughs> that that joy from it. Awesome. Well, thank you for being yeah. here. I'm super excited to continue this relationship with each other. Um, if anyone has any questions, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Uh, in my website, there's a free 30 minute session. If you would like to. Um, be a person on the show and where I can interview you and ask you some questions. I'm happy to do so. Um, I look forward to hearing from you and I hope you have a good day. Bye.